Do you find that since our back injuries, mm-hmm. we're now back to normal pretty much? We're oh, yeah. back to regular mobility. But I like, feel like I could run yeah. a marathon. Yeah, but I have a question for you. Do you ever do an action in your house and go, that was just stupid? <laughs> like I, I, I will grab something so carelessly with like a bend over without using my knees or whatever, and I'll just do it quickly and I'll go, what am I doing? I'm just rolling the dice here. Like, I just got better, and I just made an action as if I'm 31 and not 32. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm so reckless. But you are 32. <laughs> That's the problem. It's the problem. You I'm need to 32. acknowledge you're 32 years old now. You've crested. You've crossed? crossed? You've crossed. The streams. The streams. <laughs> you've crossed streams, and now we're going to cause a, a, a nuclear reaction. There's, there's, hi, Veronica, you look like you are about to say something. No, I was just looking at the camera. You guys look so good in orange. Yeah, I know. I well, love how I'm this... glad you called it out. If you're not watching the show, Noel and I were close to the same color orange day. They're yeah. a little different, but uh, we we must look like we we uh, really really planned this out. For... We often do. We do. We wear. We have sometimes we're wearing the same purple. Sometimes we're wearing the same green. Sometimes we're wearing this. We actually have. We a prefer gl- to call it plum. Plum. Yeah, in we our, do refer to our, it in as our plum. office. We call it plum. Plum. The yeah. plum shirt, yeah. and then we have this gray dress shirt with black stripes that's yes. identical, and yeah. we have somehow miraculously never worn it on the same. Very day. Very unusual that we're actually wearing the same clothes on the same day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we this, sometimes alternate, like the yeah. pants and the shirt will be oh, white because yeah. we have also yeah. similar pants. Yeah. I don't know if. It's that because I don't buy my clothes. I don't. I find them outside. <laughs> yeah. I just go outside and I just look for pe- people that left pants and like this side of the road. And I go, yeah. those look great. And yeah. they usually fit. Well, that's okay. So I thought because <laughs> I wasn't buying my clothes, that was different. But apparently that's just how we do it. That is how we do it. <laughs> and that's why. It's very green. That's why. Well, okay. So, I, well, I do, I guess that's not true entirely. I do buy my clothes now, but I, but mm. it's under supervision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're supervised. I can't go shopping unless somebody watches me. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. My my wife is responsible for for what it, what the final decision. That's yeah, true. Is but you she gives have. me the leeway to at least walk around and pick fifty things that I think yeah. look nice. Yeah. And then she takes forty five of those and throws them. Yeah. In an incinerator. Yeah. And then we have to pay for them because they were still in the store when she <sighs> incinerated them. Yeah. You should stop incinerating your clothes. So I feel I, like that's not I the right way to go. That's not a good good move by we, by me to <laughs> grab so many clothes because it costs a lot of money. I don't even get to wear the clothes. Yeah. You. I mean, yeah. why you partner with somebody is to get that final answer on yeah. a lot of things. You do. You do. You partner with somebody because you make a choice and then you look at the other person and you go, yeah? And they either go, or they go, no. Yeah. 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 That's why you do it. What percentage of the time do you get the yeah, and what percentage of the time do you get the <laughs> on my clothes? On your clothes. On my clothes, I I get ninety uh, percent of the time I get yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I I know my body. <laughs> <laughs> I know my body. If anything, I, she's more bold with the choices for me than I am for myself. I'm pretty mm. safe, so like a lot of things I choose are very neutral. You know, m- mild colors, more mm. muted colors, more mm-hmm. dark colors. And so she'll sometimes choose something for me, bring it home, and I'll go, huh, I, I don't know about this. And she'll go, trust me. And I'll put it on, and I'll go, oh, I've never felt so alive. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Sandra D. Oh, oh. Let's, let's, uh, let's go ahead moment? and take a moment for Olivia Newton-John. A moment yeah. of, of uh, silence. Is that good? That was great. Okay. Yeah. Olivia Newton-John. I, uh, she... R.I.P. She uh, she meant a lot to my family. Well, Australian, yeah. really. And yeah, yeah. So so ha- any any Australian when I was growing up was a was a, a 
a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Big deal. Uh, ONJ fan. Yeah. Hardcore. Big time. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Who was, but who wasn't an ONJ fan? You she gotta was, love the ONJ. She was, she was amazing. Yeah. She was amazing, and, she, and a smoke show. Smoke show. Do you remember show. in the Babe. in the in the the leather outfit she had at the end of the of Greece? Do I ever? Yeah, with like the permed hair. Rewind, pause, Ooh, play again. Wee. Watch on repeat from Greece. Holy cow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy didgeridoo! Holy didgeridoo! <laughs> she was a babe, and yes. and what was cute is is uh, is she had a kind of a lifelong. Uh, friendship with with her co-star, I Danny. Know. Danny, yeah. Mr. Travolta. Mr. Travolta. I know. It was very sweet. And we're sitting here, and she just passed. And Noel tells me, he goes, well, did, did John Travolta write anything about her? And I, I open it up, and we read it together, and tears. We just started crying. I was like, come on. Uh, soul crushing. It yeah. was so sweet. It was so heartbreaking. It was so sweet. Yeah. 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 I loved it. Well, we're all, so we miss Olivia, We do, Olivia we do. So she left behind yeah. a great legacy of she work did. and talent. She was a wonderful singer, wonderful actress. She was an activist, and she did a lot for women's breast cancer. She, she did. did amazing things. So yeah. you will be missed, and we love you. We yeah. love you. We love yes. you. We love you so much. Yeah. That was funny. We just can't, we went there from we the did. song. We did. That that did. A, I didn't mean to. I didn't yeah. mean to you go You didn't mean serious. to make me cry. I did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> that should be a song if it's not. Yeah. I know. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was like, is that yeah. a song? I didn't mean yeah. to make you walk away from me. The oh, author of that. that song is also dead. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the author of that song? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, Kloopy Magoo. Kloopy Magoo. Yeah. 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 You know what old, I mean? Old Kloops. Cole Kloops. <laughs> Who wasn't a Kloopy Magoo fan? Uh, where, where, was Clo- where, where was Kloopy Magoo from? <laughs> I love Kluby, 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 Nashville. Nashville. Oh, he's a classic. He's, he's, he's a Nashville gem. He worked his way from the bottom floor of those yeah. of those Broadway street yes, clubs all the way up to the you know Kluby. to the top floor oh. to, to the headliner, and then just yeah. became a sensation. Oh gosh, I remember old my, Kluby Magoo. My first Kluby Magoo record. Yeah. I remember thinking this is this is magic. It was yeah. it, it was called Upholstery Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you start an upholstery fire <laughs> without me? You know that I need to be there. Oh, he, it's so good. It sounds, like it, it sounds like it was <laughs> Clooney Magoo for the first <laughs> Clooney time. Clooney Magoo really, really knew. <laughs> Clooney Magoo knew. That was the phrase Clooney, people would say. Oh, oh yeah, that, yeah. Was the, that was the slogan. Yeah. Clooney, Clooney, <laughs> Clooney Magoo knew. Oh, you guys, I, I got to tell you, what you're witnessing right now <laughs> is a game that Nolan and I play all the time. And I don't know if we really played it into fruition on the podcast, which is just like taking something like that and just going further and further and further. I yeah. love it. I love and, it. Then, and then it becomes real. And it just becomes us, real. Now, Clippy Magoo is a, is a real thing and, and we'll never forget real. it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but how's yeah. everybody doing? We're ready to, we're ready to get should into it. Uh, do we have to get to it? I guess so. I suppose we'll we should really start the official. Well, the main okay. reason is, this is the only reason I, I, I end the shenanigans sometimes. Yeah, sure. We're so busy. I know. Yeah. We have so much going on. Everybody in this place is doing a million things. And so when we do the podcast, I'm like, we get to have fun. Yeah. We, we get to play for a little bit and have yeah. jokes. But yeah. like, we eventually have to stop and go back to doing all the other millions of things but, that but we have. Doing. We have a lot of the time for this, though. Yes, that's true. You know, we, do, we do have to fill 30 minutes to an hour so of, are you telling of, me? of podcast content, of high quality <laughs> podcast content, and that includes Clippy Magoo. Magoo. Songs. <laughs> Clippy Magoo new, baby. Yeah, Clippy it does. Magoo. It really yeah. does. You're yeah. right. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying we are busy, but we also can't leave can't this leave recording the- studio until we have delivered the goods. We got to deliver the goods. Right. <laughs> 
The goods must be delivered or... Goods delivered. Or people will stop listening to the podcast. Is that a tag? Goods delivered. Goods delivered. <laughs> goods delivered. <laughs> or, or we deliver the goods. Deliver the we delivered the goods. We delivered the good goods. Because that's a Kloopy Magoo it's a, song. That's a Kloopy Magoo classic. Oh Got my papers. It's a classic. So I did. Uh, you I, know what's nice about Kloopy Magoo? What? Is I have a feeling that he's like going forward, we're going to hear a lot of his songs. There's a oh. lot of the songs we've sung in the oh, past and we yeah. never credited yeah. Kloopy for, for those. And oh, now t- people are finally going to know. Totally. Uh, people people uh, don't know this, but that whole Budweiser campaign, Real Men of Genius, that was inspired by mm. Kloopy Magoo. It was. Because that was a that was like a blatant Kloopy Magoo ripoff. The yeah. Real Men of Genius. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he had that raspy kind of, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't mean to make you cry, remember? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Upholstery fire, you, absolutely. you know what I'm talking Oh, come on. Yeah. Kluby Magoo had, had the most Americana. Yeah, he did. Not his voice, but yeah. also his songs. Yeah. His, he yeah. really, again, and he was uniting, I think, also. The topics he would mm-hmm. sing about were pretty mm-hmm. much yeah. agreed upon across the globe. I'm going to miss him. I'm sad uh, he's gone. I'm sad he's gone. Kluby yeah. Magoo knew, yeah. and he'll Kluby always Magoo know. Yeah. He'll always know. Yeah, Even in death, he knows. Even in death. Yeah. Veronica has this look on her face, like I, I just I can't. I don't I know what to believe. Don't even know. Well, you should always believe us. You should believe everything that you read on the internet, and you should believe that everything that Nolan Jacobs say. One hundred percent. My feeling podcast. One hundred percent. I can't tell. I well, can't. I'll I'll let you borrow a Klebe Magoo record, and you'll see. You'll yeah. see. Okay. Uh, you can only get him in vinyl, though. So you're going to yeah. need to get a record yeah. player. Yeah. yeah. I'll get Magoo. You, you do? do. Oh my oh, god! Of course she does. Of course you do. You're classy. Veronica. Veronica sometimes. <laughs> She'll start singing a song. Like she'll drop a song. Oh yeah, she knows classics from eighties, seventies, sixties, fifties. Amazing. And it's a cl- it's a goodie. Yeah. It's a goodie. Yeah. And I'll just be like, what? Yeah. Sometimes it's like nineteen ten, nineteen twenty. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even, I don't think I've ever heard that song. She's like, <laughs> played on my old radio. <laughs> down on the river. Exactly. Yeah. See what I'm saying? She knows so much music for the past. Oh, she does. She does. She really does. She really does. Uh, all right, American we... mountains in the distance. Yes, American Mountains in the Distance. <laughs> oh, That's God. a 1913 classic. A lot yeah. of people never heard that one because it was never recorded. It was never recorded. I don't know how Veronica but knows But Veronica has it memorized. Jeez. That was what it was like back in the old days. You'd have, yeah. to, you'd have to pass it down generation yeah. to generation. Yeah, it was so sung sing, to her. Sung, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sung to her by her mother the same way that it was sung to her by uh-huh. her mother. And then what's and great her is... her mother before her. And she just passed it to us, so now we'll sing it to our and children. Now we'll have, my children will know <laughs> that song. Mac Mountains in the Distance. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, oh, you that's, guys. Uh, that's 1913. What a time. What I, a time. I live for the shenanigans on this show. I really do. Like the, the, fir- the first half and the tail end of this podcast is my favorite moment of the week. It really is. Yeah. I love it. Me too. <laughs> Good. Uh, All right. All right, Shenanigans we, can, we aside. can take it seriously. Okay, now. we'll Let's take it seriously. It. Let's get going. So I did the same thing again this week, which is okay. where I find an article and then I kind of bridge it. I'll bridge it. You're going to bridge it? I'm going to bridge it. So what I do is I find the thing, and I'm like, it's a cool article, but like, how can we take this a step further? Okay. How can we go deeper? So the article I found says, scientists create biodegradable paper battery powered by water. Wow. Pretty fascinating. Paper battery powered by water? Yes. This is this is kind of a shocking thing. Had right? I known that I could just throw right. some paper in the ocean and that would provide yeah. power. Yeah, what you can do is get a ream, 
Okay. Get a ream of paper, yeah. pour some water on it, yeah. and then just shove it in your car <laughs> and vroom. Shove it in the record player and out comes Gloopy <laughs> Magoo. Yeah, out comes Gloopy Magoo. Yeah. If you want to power your portable record player, you just get a piece of paper and a cup of water yeah. and Gloopy Magoo all day, every yeah. day. Does it have to be salt water? It, uh, let's find out. Okay, let's find out. Researchers at Swiss Federal Laboratories for Material Science and Technology, mm-hmm. their abbreviation is EMPA. 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 Yeah. So the empas, okay, empa, 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 have invented a biodegradable battery that is printed. Do on they get t- angry when people have empanadas? Because that means <laughs> probably. That means that, Does that's that mean essentially em- nothing? Empa, right? Yeah, empanada, empa, empa, nothing. Yeah. So if you say I want an empanada, it means then you're, you're canceling basically all canceling all the, the, the college. Yeah, exactly. Oh, am I right about that? Empanada. 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 Well, what is, what would you... Wait, say it, EMPA is? EMPA. Well, it's the Empa's Swiss the Federal Laboratories for Material Science and Technology. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, <laughs> come on, haven't you been listening? <laughs> Do it a podcast here. All right. Keep up. EMPA, yeah, so no college. No college. No college. No, no, no. no, wow, no that's what they need, no college. No, empanada. Wow. These guys, the, emp- the empanadas, have invented a biodegradable battery that is printed onto paper, okay? Mm-hmm. The paper battery could revolutionize single-use electronics... So that's important to note here, mm-hmm. single-use electronics. And it turns on with droplets of water, okay? Okay. We are using electronics for more things than ever before. Our increased use of technology has a huge environmental effect, especially with battery technology. Batteries, oh, they're, they're teaching me about batteries. Never mind. Single-use electronics. Okay, so let's get what that is, okay? I'm trying to think of something that I only use once that's an electronic. Right. And then throw away. Right. So let's let's see what they mean because I'm okay. I, I, I'm curious here. The battery is printed using a modified 3D printer, uh-huh. which prints the battery using their recipe of carbon, okay, cellulose, okay. glycerin, and table salt. Yeah, so I this knew is, it would be salt water. You knew salt would be in part of this because yeah. salt is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. When it's on my fries, when it's. <laughs> Um, when water is added, the it's salt an, dissolves. It's an, it's an electrolyte. It is. It's an electrolyte. Mm-hmm. We, isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. It is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when water is added, the salt dissolves and releases charged ions. At the negative terminal, the ions come into contact uh, with zinc, causing it to oxidize, essentially okay. causing it to rust okay. and release electrons. Okay. Interesting. So this is how this process is work. I don't want to blow up my next story. Is no, there? No, no, you're okay. doing it. Okay, this is great. No, <laughs> okay. you're doing it. Okay. I, I, you think I'm you think I'm making fun of you because so often I do. So often you do. But actually, I'm, I'm pretty. You're pretty I'm interested. Pretty, I'm okay. pretty stoked with you. What, 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 what I'm throwing at you? You're doing great. Okay, the battery can store electricity for hours. Okay. So that's the idea. The the battery, this paper battery that has been activated with water, can store uh-huh. electricity for hours and has been used to power a small digital clock in a prototype. So that's obviously not a single use electronic, but let's get to what it is. Is. Okay. The battery can withstand thousands of charge and discharge cycles. So you can do this over and over again. Okay. Be stored for years without use, as well as survive in freezing temperatures. It is also shock and pressure resistant. When you no longer need the battery, it can simply be popped into a compost bin. Within two months, it will have completely broken down. Okay. Okay? So this is the the reason why they've invented this I wonder this if they mean like single-use batteries. That's what they're for, talking for about. For the electronics. Like not yeah. the electronics, but like you're using a single-use battery in an electronic. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. It says the battery could help revolutionize how some Internet of Things devices are powered. I don't know if that's like a poor translation, the Internet of Things. In the yeah. future, such capacitors could briefly be, uh, be charged using an electromagnetic field, for example. They could provide power for a sensor or a microtransmitter for hours. So it's these short bursts. For instance, the paper battery could power a tracker on a package. 
or be used to power devices that monitor the environment. Instead of needing to be collected again, they could be left to naturally break down in nature. So that's the idea. So it's like we could attach this battery to something that's being shipped, or we could put something out in the middle of the wilderness, whatever. You don't actually have to go retrieve it again. It will just dissolve over time. It could power this thing. So that's mm. and so it's scientific in nature. Pretty interesting, right? This is terrific. Yeah. So, for instance, the paper battery could power... Oh, I already read that part. Anyway, so that is the story that I found. This what is you, terrific. You like it. This is an outstanding... This invention. is an outstanding potential invention here. It that really they, is. That they're up to. This yeah. is out. This is amazing. You dig the impas. I'm in. You're not empanada. I'm you're empatoro. <laughs> What's empa what? Empatoro. Uh, todo? Empatoro. Oh, does that mean like... like yeah, like I'm... Uh, let's go. I'm, every, I'm for I'm everything. Everything, everything empa, like, um, empa todo. I want it all. I don't oh, want. I want it. Yeah. Well, man, I, I, that is. A, I mean, that that is. That look, if it works, and it sounds like they sounds they've like got yeah. it working. That's that's like, that's a clever idea. The way they're going about it, it's a yeah. really clever way to, to do it. Yeah. I'm interested to know how long the yeah, charge too. lasts. Yeah. Um. I mean, thousands of recharges is a big deal. That's that's pretty. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, two batteries are a problem. They really are. They're they're a, they're a problem. If if we could start coming up with ways to make batteries that are that can decompose quickly in nature without yeah without uh, screwing it all up. I mean, this is yeah. It's a good. The thing I also like about it is is the potential to uh, to expand upon it, right? To spend more money on the tech to make it better. I don't know, like the the amount of the amount of energy you can store. There might be there's probably a limit based probably. on based on what yeah. they're using. Yeah. So they may may not be able to make them too much bigger. But yeah. I, but I like the I like the, the I like the way they're going. I like the direction yeah. they're going. Because that's too. to me the I, I feel like the 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 world has kind of decided whether we like it or not that it's it's going to go electric and it's going to make battery farms and it's going to do it's going to yeah. go that way. Right. Yeah. So if we're going to go that way, the only way we can survive it is by making. Better batteries. Better batteries. Really, mm -hmm. I mean yeah. that that use that, that use more readily yeah. available and reusable materials. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, so last before I move on to what the segue was, but so it says one last thing that this this device could be used for is in the medical field mm. because with a small single use test devices such as blood glucose monitors yeah. or constant glu glucose monitors for diabetics, this is something that can be used in something that it used it's used once. And then it can be recharged and used again and again and again. So it's not like you have to create a battery that needs to last for a long time. It can just be this one little slip of paper that's mm. been 3D printed. Mm -hmm. So it says the battery is printed using a modified 3D printer. So that's what made me think. We had, when I found this article, I was like, we've had uh, discussions about batteries on the show a lot. We've talked about batteries. Oh, yeah. We've, we've, we're we've, obsessed. We're obsessed with batteries. So I was like, it actually led me to a different point, which was 3D printing. Before you get into 3D printing. Okay, yeah, because you want to stay on batteries. Ronnie, yeah. could you do me a favor? Could you grab a device with which to look things up from the world? Yeah, do you want to check something? Another, well, you, see, you said, you said uh, there was something. They talked about the Internet of Things. Yeah, the Internet of the Things. The Internet is of that Things is a, is, a, is a phrase, and I've read it before, and I didn't bother to, to look into what... Because what, a, that's a thing right now. Internet oh, really? of Things, the is, Internet a, of is, things? A, is a thing. So I want, while we're live, okay. on I, the air... I love this, because this makes us have, feel... have Ronnie uh, This is how the podcast out, rolls. Look up the, the Internet, Internet of, things, of Things. Because that's an actual... That's a, that is a thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, because when I read it, I was just, like... You didn't read it wrong. That's a thing. I thought maybe I was reading, like, a European translated thing, and it was like, revolutionize <laughs> how These some... These Swiss don't know how to talk. Yeah, it was like, revolutionize how some Internet of Things devices are powered. So mm -hmm. what is that? Do you do you find anything mm -hmm. for Internet of Things? 
Um, yeah. The Internet of Things describes physical objects with sensors, processing ability, software, and other technologies that connect and exchange exchange data uh-huh. with other devices and systems over the Internet or other communications networks. Okay, uh-huh. you were right. The Internet of Things. That is so perfect. That's a perfect application. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a thing that you have in the world that communicates with other things, right? That's what the Internet Via of the Internet. Yeah, the Internet of Things. Got yeah. it. Okay, so that is a thing, and that's what we're moving into, which is you have this device talks to this device talks to this device because they're all communicating over the Internet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't. Well, okay, so right now, Amazon's getting getting. Uh, yeah. Surprised! I'm surprised. What, what are they doing? They're they're getting they're getting uh, kind of attacked. Well, you know, people are, are starting to, to realize what's happening. Like they yeah. they've purchased Roomba and they've purchased uh, this, this medical uh, like a research where you, where you send in your your blood and get like a yeah you know get your your data back and all that. They're buying all these things that kind of one one at a time seems like not so big of a deal until you realize that a Roomba can map your entire house and listen to you wherever you are. Oh no! And like tell you exactly where, you know, like what size couch would work here and which, which bed would be better for that and, and how many, you know, how They're many watching. kids are running around the place. Like you can, oh. with a Roomba, you can find out yeah, a lot about yeah, a person, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so can scan it, their home. And if you now are getting medical data about people, you now know what, like, what, what's, do they have diabetes? Do they, what kind of medical things do they need? What's their, so like they're, they're getting more and more personal into, like they're trying to get as into your life as they possibly can. And they're so, actually, actually purchasing things that allow them to do that. So this is the Internet of Things. Yeah, well, that, see, the thing is, like, their idea is, and this is where it relates, is if you have a, you know, their, their new Amazon microwave. Right. Right, that, that, you know, you just tell the microwave that, you know, you want, you want to cook it for this long or whatever, right? Their Internet, refri- their, their refrigerator. So, you know, the refrigerator tells you what you're missing, what you bought, what you've got, automatically orders what you're going to need from, from the Amazon Fresh store or from... Whole Foods, whatever right. you like, and then has it delivered to you without you even need if, if you give permission without you even needing to tell it. Right. Uh, yeah, and then these things all communicate to each other. I'll talk to each other. I'll I'll know what's going on. So the more devices you have, the more that you are like interconnected with all of their stuff. It's like it's very convenient and very wonderful. If you don't give a hoot about your privacy and you're like, no, I want somebody to make this easy for me. I want somebody to just know what I need and give it to me. Right. But I do think that's problematic for the for humanity. Yeah, and it's interesting because if you look at science fiction films of like where we were headed in the future, like mm-hmm. even in the Jetsons, but going into films like Minority Report and where you get this vision of the future, it's like we saw these cool high-tech things where you lived in a house and you had all these automated things and mm-hmm. you would be able to talk to a robot or you would order something and it would just appear out of nowhere. Uh-huh. It's like I don't think people thought through. It's like, yeah, in order to make that a reality, you have to be connected um, to people that would be able to do those things for you. Right. You know what I mean? And like those we people are going to want to be, it's capitalism. Yeah. They're going to want to get more and more efficient yeah. at it. And so we were watching, we we're like, that would be so cool if I said cheeseburger. And then I opened a thing and it was there. It's like, it's like all these things will require people to get more involved with who you are as a person so that they can fulfill what you want before you even know you want it. Right. Yeah. I mean, the way, <laughs> the way we're, the way we do it now, right? Like yeah. if you'd had a, if you created a, a, a cheeseburger printing device, yeah. then yeah. you wouldn't need that. Like you could, yeah. if someone had a better invention, but that's not the way, that's just, that's, that's not, the way, not the way we're going. And we're right. not going that way because the money is pushing us in a different way Yeah. because we go where the money takes it. We yeah. go with what's available. Yeah. So that's, it's just, it's, it's an interesting 
Well, the little side topic. I, I don't have to. No, I think so. One of the main reasons I chose the next topic mm-hmm. and I, you just kind of gave me a segue, which is the 3D printing aspect. So mm-hmm. I found the article on batteries and I just thought it was interesting that it was being 3D printed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we've talked a lot on the show about batteries and battery tech. And I thought this is a cool invention and I'm excited to see where it goes. But we don't have any more data on wh- where it's going. It's just the initial invention. Right. We're right. like, so I was like, I don't know if I want to spend the whole show on the, the about batteries. But I was like, we haven't really talked about 3D printing printing. And so I found this thing that was like, is 3D printing eco-friendly? Because this is where it's being applied. And I thought it's an interesting concept because it is becoming more and more um, readily available. And it's kind of one of those things that's on the fence because I didn't know this, but it's obvious once you say it out loud that the normal manufacturing process is called subtractive manufacturing. Right. And 3D you get printing, a block of something and you cut it down. You cut it down. Yeah. And, and 3D printing is additive manu- manufacturing. You're building only the parts of the component that you need. So you don't start with a block of metal and then shave off so you have scraps. You're taking scraps and building the item. So that already makes it kind of an interesting alternative. And what you just said about 3D printing a burger or 3D printing, it puts the ownership on the creation to the individual, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it takes it out of like, I need to find a store that sells this one part. Mm-hmm. Instead, you can go, I'm going to make this part. There's no need to make 10,000 of these parts. I'll make what I need as it happens. It doesn't need to be populated in a store. I don't need to rely upon somebody else to do it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought mm-hmm. overall... All you need are the right molecules. All you need are the right molecules, <laughs> right. Exactly. Just, just go buy your molecules to the molecule store. Yeah. <laughs> go to the molecule store. Instead of getting toner? Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Damn, I've run out of carbon. I need to go get some carbon, man. So it's a, it's a fascinating thing. And then there's this one last application. I'm hoping we have enough time to go into it. But so what do you think about 3D printing? Do you think it's like a good thing or? Well, okay. So I'm really good. One of my, my best friends is a toy designer. Yes. Yeah. So he, he's one of the things that, I mean, they've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. Right. Where, 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 where you know, they would make prototypes of the toys. Like the initial prototype would be printed, would mm-hmm. be, would be 3d printed. And that was with plastics. Like you have the right resin and then you could just, you know, mold that into whatever you wanted it to be. You get all the different pieces, you put them together, you make right. a toy and say, this is the prototype. Yeah. Then they'd send it to China and then China would paint it with lead paint, kill all the children. <laughs> What? Oh, what? what? what oh, I no. oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? No. <laughs> they, My they, God. They stopped that. They yeah. stopped. Sorry. Okay. They realized that they can't let the. They, they don't, can't. They shouldn't they don't do that use anymore. lead paint anymore. Appar- yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. They don't right. use the lead paint anymore. But, yeah. um, you know, but, but that. And it's, it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting idea. It's a really. There's a lot of clever practical uses for it. I always thought, how neat would it be to be able to just 3D print? A couch, <laughs> whatever yeah, I need. Yeah, they make the yeah. thing that I need. That would be so cool. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm up for it. I think it could be really could be really great. I think that um, just like with anything, you just, you know, if you build it responsibly, then yeah. you probably could make it work. If you, yeah. If you just kind of, you know, what, what's the what's the most profitable way to go about it? Because if the most profitable way to go about it is to, yeah, to make it so that it's not efficient but easy to get out there and cheap, then then maybe it's not going to be so good. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so, just as a kind of a bird's eye view of the process, so everybody here knows what three D printing is. It's like a you know a machine that prints up the item, and so it's predominantly used by you know you see TikTok videos of people like making an Iron Man suit out of a three D printer. You know, it's like it's it's for hobby designers, it's for makers, DIY people. They're working on a on some kind of machine or computer, and they need a case, or they need you know they. Need need this specific part typically they're using plastics they're using plastics right right so that's the thing we can start with right there right is 
how how long how long is that plastic thing gonna last? And if right. you can just unlimited print whatever thing you feel like you want to make out of plastic, right. is that gonna be good for the planet? Right. Pro- probably not. Yeah. That's, so the, that would be an initial downside, I would say. Yeah. There's so it says there are several different types of 3D printers and materials. To narrow the focus, we're gonna talk about one of the most popular choices: fused. Uh, Deposition, fused deposition modeling, or more commonly referred to as FDM. FDM. The bad news is that 3D printing uses plastic filament material to print objects, and the two main types being used are ABS, uh, not IBS, so not irritable bowel syndrome, ABS, acrylyne, oh, jeez. Acrylonitrile. (laughs) I'm just going to point to you. Acrylonitrile, butadiene. Butadiene styrene. (laughs) Wasn't that your rapper name in the 90s? It was. It was. And PLA, polyactic acid. Polylactic acid. acid. So acrylonitrile, booted. (laughs) Forget it. You heard it once, you can rewind it back. So ABS or PLA. Okay. The good news is that they are not created the same, and a quick comparison of their traits will highlight which one has less of an impact on the environment. So ABS. Did I say butadine or butadine? You said sometimes bu- I get the booty in my head. Yeah, you it's, said. It's butadine. Oh, you said butadine, I think. Oh, baby. I like butadine better. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> so ABS, petroleum derivative product, is oil-based okay. plastic. Okay. So that's, that's right out of the gate. Um, then we have high temperature resistance on ABS. It's strong and durable. It released, but... And releases toxic fumes, but but butadine, <laughs> butadine does not degrade and it's non-recyclable. So ABS is that has some issues with it. Okay, mm-hmm. PLA mm-hmm. is corn-based thermoplastic, low temperature resistance. So that's unfortunate. Doesn't release fumes, unsuitable for durable parts. Not good. Not good. Biodegradable over time. Good. and recyclable. Good. So we have the same. Problem that we have, like we've talked about this before when they were talking about toys, Legos, right? You're well, trying to make did, when we did our toy episode, you, that, was, to, that, that was that was the subject. The issue was uh, to, to recap for those of you who, who just joined the podcast, just are and, you just and now haven't, haven't coming, been listening for the last you, three and a half years? Three and a half years, okay. Uh, recap is the issue that toy companies have the reason that you don't have a bunch of, of biodegradable plastics, yeah, is because people don't want their toys to fall apart, yeah. When you get your your Lego, and, and your you know in, in your kit, you want to be able to put your Legos together and use them over and over and over and have them work and have them be reliable and have them stick together the way they're supposed to and have them do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, there has been over a hundred years of of practice at making testing pl- plastic, making sure it great. does that it doesn't go anywhere. So there is so much there's so much money, tech, and time behind plastic that they know exactly what they're doing with plastic. They know how to make it Pizza Hut, making it yeah. great. They know how to make it great, baby. They they don't they they, they know what they're doing with yeah. the newer the newer biodegradable options. They are really good for the environment. Yeah. In that respect, they're wonderful, but they the products suck. They can't hold it up. The products suck. They, they can't fall do apart it. quickly. They don't mold as well, so yeah. they're not as exact or precise. The yeah. thing that people love about Legos is when you stick them together, they click flawlessly every time. And they always not, fit. Yeah. They always click. They're always perfect. They work every single time. Yeah. And this was what my toy designer friend, whose name shall remain nameless. Nameless. That's actually his name. Nameless. Nameless. Yeah. 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 Name, <laughs> nameless Douglas. Yeah. Nameless Douglas. Uh, he so, was your he was your hype man when, with your rapper he career. Was. Yeah. He was. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Impunity in the house. <laughs> We're fe- featuring Nameless Douglas. <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, <laughs> where, where were we? Legos. Legos. And Legos. Yeah, yeah so they get, but if you if you make them with with if you make them with inferior materials, they don't work every single time. They don't yeah. they don't work flawlessly. They don't always click together the way you want them to. They don't they they fall apart and they they break quickly. Yeah. And I mean they're designed to biodegrade. They're designed to break down, so they do. Yeah. The idea that that my friend had was if you look if you invest in it if there's a commitment to invest in it and some of that can come from you know from the toy companies but there is like they've got to also invest in making the products that they're still making yes. right like they can't stop doing what they're doing right so they they are investing in it they're trying they're going into it but to get the amount of investment and time and energy that you need as compared to what was put into plastic is it's a lot greater than people realize yes and it's yeah. going to take more time than people realize yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of that is kind of the issue. Yeah. So perhaps with 3D printers and with more people wanting this kind of tech, perhaps this could help to to speed up the the research and yeah. development. Ingenuity. People yeah. coming up with something. Yeah, and I agree. And and when I read about it, I was like, okay, so we've got this issue, the two plastics. And then it talks about energy consumption. It's like, look, it's just like anything else that you plug in and how much you're gonna run it. But it 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 brings an interesting thing because we started on the piece of you know the the paper battery that's activated by water that's three D printed, so you can begin to create this idea of this additive manufacturing, and so that leads me to my third and final part that we don't have to spend too much on. I just thought it was cool because yeah. it is an application of three D printing that you go, wow, this is where this technology could really benefit the future and where we're headed. And they're using 3D printing to conquer outer space. So the idea being... We're going to conquer space? We're going to conquer it. We're going to take over it and dominate it. That's the headline of the Those article. Those poor spacelings. I know, the spacelings. They're like, we just, uh, we're playing with Legos like, out oh, here. man, I was just trying to hang out with my mom. Come on. Because we got this really good recyclable Legos. <laughs> so they actually work and they stick together every time. <laughs> and you guys and are trying would, to conquer I would, space. I would love to be able to use it. I could even <laughs> show you how it works, but you're not going to let me do it. And that's very sad. Yeah. Aww. 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 that's a sweet kid he's a sweet he's space a spaceling he's, he's a, a little spaceling and that's how they are he's my business playing Legos yeah. no. no it's good news they're using the words conquer but they just mean like I thought this they was pretty cool. They just mean defeat. They just mean defeat. Yeah. Over, overrule. Uh, just yeah. destroy all yeah. planets. That's yeah. what they mean. Uh -huh. So so anyway, I thought this was cool. In another project to bring us closer to future space exploration, okay. NASA turned towards 3D printing, and specifically the expertise of famed 3D printing construction company Icon. In the latest project, which will be taking a look at the possibilities of creating habitats on other planets, the startup has recently announced that it will be 3D printing a simulated Mars surface habitat in collaboration with architecture. So this is where it begins, but it goes a step further and talks about if you could get 3D printing machines on like the surface of the moon, mm -hmm. they could in theory utilize moon rocks. moon rocks and develop and build. And so this means you wouldn't have to transport as many materials, you could actually manufacture them. And this is the way that they're talking about 3D bioprinting, being able to bioprint in space as well. Mm. So it's like, this is kind of a cool technology if we could figure out how we get to doing it where there's you know not plastic being used that's harmful, but using the 3D printing technology to conquer space. I mean, I just, I just feel for poor little... <laughs> This space thing, yeah, I yeah. do too. No, I, I, I look. Yeah, if you are concerned about the survival of the human race, yeah, 
And I don't know if anyone is anymore, yeah. honestly. Yeah, that's true. The way the way that the way things are going right treating now. Each other. Yeah. But if you do, yeah. And I imagine whoever's left after the the Great War of 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 uh, twenty twenty eight twenty twenty eight that's going <laughs> to happen where we all murder each other for not agreeing on on, on politics on on pronouns. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, or whatever it is yeah, that we're not agreeing yeah. on. Whatever the million of things that uh, we're fighting or over. Jesus or whatever yeah. whatever whatever it is we're not agreeing on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if we, if we, whoever survives that war would probably want to be on more than one planet. Yeah. And here's, yeah. here's why. Okay. The, the one that we live on, even if we, even if we manage to get it under control, have mm-hmm. good technology where we're not overheating it or overcooling it or doing anything to, to, to make it act up and destroy yeah. us with storms and yeah. everything else, even if all that is right. Yeah. An asteroid at any moment. Could take us that all. we have no we have no control right, over and that right. we can't move that we can't blow up because it's too big, could just wipe us. We we'd be done. That'd yeah. be it. Goodbye. Yeah. Ding yeah. dong. Finished. Yeah. Okay. So if you care then but, about the but sur- that's not going to happen, kids. We're fine. We're going to be okay. Yeah, we're not. Oh, it's it's never happened before. <laughs> it's not going to happen in your lifetime, kids. You're fine. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. It's unlikely to occur, and, and hopefully we would have some idea. And, and hopefully coming. we'd try to do something to stop right. it. And there's all the we all watched. We would we watched all Armageddon. send Bruce Willis yeah. and yes. uh, oil drillers yes. into space. Yes. And yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, Liv, Ta- Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yes, yeah. yes. They Armageddon. All, they would go to space. We don't want to miss a thing. They would drill into it, and they would they would destroy it, mm-hmm. and we don't want to miss it. Exactly. Don't, don't want to miss a thing. Miss anyway, back to your point. Yeah. Uh, uh, you were saying yeah, you were saying yeah, an asteroid may destroy us. We're so good at distracting, inhabiting other planets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, future. so if you did care about the human future, you would want to be you would want to be multi yeah multi planetary yeah yeah right. You'd want to have be on more than just here, Earth yeah right. So you'd want to have the floating the cloud city on Venus that we talked about. Right. You'd want to have the dome cities on Mars that we talked about. Yeah. You'd probably even want to have some stuff on the moon, you know, and and on some of the moons of of the other giant gas planets that yeah. are out there, right? Yeah. You'd, you'd want to start putting people on these other places and making them as livable and wonderful as, as it is here or as close to. But the only way that we're going to be able to pull that off is if you can sustain yourself on that planet alone. Yes. And that's where it gets complicated because to start it up, you'd have to use some resources from Earth. You'd right. have to. You'd, you'd have, have to. no choice yeah. but to do that. For sure. But if you can but come you up have with... have to keep going. Yes. If you can come up with tech like yeah. this where... You can easily and quickly, or more easily and more quickly, survive without any help. At, that's the trick. Yeah. Be on that place and not need Earth anymore. Yeah. And that is going to take a lot of technology yeah. and a, a lot of creativity and a lot of money. Yeah. But I think we could do it. Yeah. I really do. I think there's an example of, of people thinking with, oh, maybe we, we could do that. This was my favorite thing that I read. Life in space is obviously not always fun. The lack of gravity greatly affects astronauts' bones and muscles. Speak that, for yourself. <laughs> it's always fun for this guy. <laughs> That's why ESA researchers have been working on 3D bioprinting project to design skin and bone samples. The printing process was done in reverse to prove that it can be transferred to space in microgravity conditions. If astronauts could have 3D bioprinter on their trips, they would be able to respond to medical emergencies. In the case of burns, for example, the crew could print new skin. In ESA's case, several skin and bone samples were 3D printed from plasma, methyl, cellulose, and alginate. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty awesome. Are That's, they doing that on Earth? They should be doing it on Earth. I, they? I mean, I know. I, I could probably use some skin. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that yeah, people yeah. get burned on Earth a lot more yeah, than they yeah, do yeah, in yeah, space. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, hey, if they figure it out, then I'm sure they'll bring it to Earth. 
It's just we're all worried about conquering spacelings. It's like poor. There's another poor sad kid whose yeah. entire arm has been burned off. It's just like I just wish that I could have some skin because my arm is burned off, and I would love to have some skin. <laughs> now he's on South Park. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but before we get out of here, I do want to say is one tangent. Um, uh, you brought up Armageddon. Have mm-hmm. you seen that hilarious thing? I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Ben F. like once on set said like out loud was like, "Why wouldn't they just train NASA scientists to to drill <laughs> to drill and not take a bunch of oil drillers to train into the astronauts?" And Bruce Willis goes, "Shut up, Ben." <laughs> <laughs> because they've gotten so deep on this production. I think Bruce Willis was like an executive producer. They they were all in on this movie and he and it was like the most logical thing was and and the the, like, de, the defense they added a line even where where in the movie somebody says like, "Why don't we just train?" And Bruce Willis does this thing he's like, "You're going to you, you want to know what it takes to be out there in the field and drilling and know what you got to come up against." So it like made it sound like you wouldn't understand NASA scientists. <laughs> You, you're all brains. You're all brains. We don't need brains for a situation like this. We need brawn. (laughs) We need brawn. We need Bruce Willis. That's why I'm here. I enjoyed the movie, but when I when it suddenly dawned on me, I was like, "Wow, yeah, that's that's one of those movies that where they committed to the plot, and then like when they were almost done with production, somebody said it out loud, and they were like, "Oh, we got to add a line." Yeah, we could fix this with a line. We fix this one guy. One guy said, you, you, Bruce Willis going, you don't understand what it's like on the oil rig. It's hard. And the rocket scientists There's are like, problems. <laughs> they come up and you don't know what to do about it. And it's like, oh, thank God, because there's never problems when you're flying into space on a rocket ship that need rocket, to be solved in the middle of the situation. Fifteen rocket scientists sitting there with like the best degrees in the world on how to solve a problem. Like, yeah, and, you're right. Problem solving is difficult. It is really hard and I don't know how if do we ever do it when dealing with <laughs> low with anti-gravity with sorry microgravity and, and celestial bodies slinging oh. through space at different we could speeds. never we could never figure out how to run an oil rig <laughs> we could never figure out how to drill Amazing, right? Uh, Amazing. Anyway, that was yeah, so tangential. Yeah, you know, because flight has no problems oh, ever. These when guys you're trying to get yourself back into an atmosphere that's trying to bounce you out of it, it's never... No, it's, it's that's, not, that, it's, that doesn't present unique problems that are unsolvable exactly. by a freaking driller. <laughs> I know. Driller's like, you just don't get it, Nessie. <laughs> you don't get it, Nessie. You're, you're, you're all a bunch of eggheads. <laughs> My job's way harder than your job. <laughs> Interesting. There's no way that you can do what I do. <laughs> You oh want to land on that asteroid yeah. precisely <laughs> at the <laughs> right moment, at the right speed, without crashing the vehicle, <laughs> and, then, and then pull out the equipment and drill it down. You're going to need me to do that. <laughs> you're going to need me up there in space. So you're going to need to spend six months as the asteroid comes closer, almost killing us, rather than tell 15 rocket scientists how they drill into a rock. This is called a drill. <laughs> and they go, got it. <laughs> So how much time do we have? Actually, we have plenty of time because we, we we don't have to spend six months training you guys. Actually, what's great, great about this is it, it only took us two months to train the scientists how to drill. It was going to take us six months to train the drillers how to be <laughs> astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. That is, Isn't that amazing? That the is, more you think about it, the funnier it is. I'm sorry it gets. that I swear. No, everybody. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. It'll be oh, gone. My. I'm, I'm the only one who knew it happened. God, and Veronica. That is hilarious. That's so that's so good. It's that's so, so good. That's so true. It's so good. Anyway, well, today was 3D printing and uh, I thought I thought it was an interesting subject and uh, but I do want to kind of chase this 3D uh, printed paper that's yeah. activated by water and see where that goes. We'll yeah. find more information on that, but that's been 3D printing and yeah. um, we're going to we're going to end there. Does okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Jacob's brain is constantly rebuilding itself. Oh gosh. It's oh oh don't be environmentally gimmicky. Uh, featuring? Is it my featuring? He's featuring. He's featuring. It's it's bubbles. this guy. This guy. Oh this guy got this guy's got bubbles. Yeah. I talk a lot about Jacob on the show. Yeah. <laughs> And featuring Todd Watersocks. What's this new one? There are lions in my pants. (laughs) There are lions in your pants, yes. Take the W and get back to it. That's a good one. That's a good one. Take Take the the W and get back to it. That was new. So it's no surprise that you weren't ready for that. Yeah, that was figured out like last week. I can't remember them when I know them. And that was it, right? Yeah, you guys didn't make one today. I thought we made we made a joke that maybe, which was if um, we had another one uh, this week, it was delivered the goods. I'm gonna kill someone. Okay, no more, no more takes because okay. then we have to remember it next week. Okay, and I just just pause. I don't care if it was the best thing we ever came up with. It's not the best thing, except lines <laughs> in our pants was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, do you have anything to say before we get out of here? Have a lovely time. Thanks. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. 